Um, you are tuned into the He Said What Radio Network. Network. And the truth serum is where it's at, especially tonight. Oh, my oh. goodness gracious. I couldn't wait. Mm. Good. Yes. yes. So, I'm <sighs> sure you all are wondering, well, what are you guys going to talk about tonight? What is the truth serum got in store for us? What is the truth serum? Well, you know what? We're here to allow people to express themselves from their perspectives, address some issues and some concerns that our listeners may have honestly and transparently with, uh, within a judge-free zone. So this is like your planet fitness. This is judge-free. We're not, nobody's judging you here, okay? We well, want you to be open. No, no. No, Tasha. <laughs> We want you to be open and be relaxed and comfortable with us because if you're comfortable with us, then you can be comfortable with yourself. Now, for everyone who's wondering, what are you guys going to talk about tonight? Let's talk about sex, baby. Baby. Let's talk about you and me. me. Yes, tonight is a very intimate evening, might I say. The topic is understanding you through intimacy. And our two guests tonight are Jarden Dogan and Kellen Marcus. Now, these two have been on the show before, and we just absolutely love them. Love that them. We tried yes. to have them back, right? Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Exactly. There we go. Yes. So, if you would like to become a part of this show, you can give us a call, 515-602-9647. Once again, the number is 515-602-9647. And make sure if you have something to say, go ahead and press the number one, and that way I will see it and we will bring you on. Now, because tonight is such a raunchy topic... I'm going to ask all of the callers who does, you know, choose to say something, keep your answers, keep your questions at a minimum of at least one to two minutes long. I'd say one minute long. Um, Just get get straight to it because we really want to hear these answers. Now, if you're looking to host on, I'm not host, advertise on the show, send us an email at ads (laughs) at simplybree.com. And also make sure you follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is underscore simplybree underscore. And my my Instagram is no one you know, spelled N-O underscore the number one underscore U-N-O. And our network's Instagram is he said what radio. So make sure... You also follow our network's Instagram. Download our past episodes as well as find out about upcoming events. And we do have an event coming up, so you definitely want to make sure that you subscribe to our mailing list. Um, Go to simplybree.com to find out additional information about everything that's going on. Now, let's just hurry up and get to it because I'm ready. So, without further ado, we are going to go ahead and welcome our first guest. Yeah, Miss mm. Jarden Dogan, welcome to the show. Oh, hey y'all, yes. hey. we gonna call you hey, Miss Jarden tonight. Hey. 
Thank you for the drum roll. I feel special. Yes, you yes. are. You are always special with us. <laughs> so, yes. how are you feeling about tonight's topic? Understanding you through intimacy. How do you feel about this? I'm excited. I, I'm a sex therapist, so this is just right up my alley. Yes. I love Hey, mm. yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. it. Right, let's do it. Let's get into it. So oh. I guess I'll start with uh the first question. <laughs> right out the back. <laughs> How do you the the wait, differentiate? I can't even say it right. How can you well, what's the difference? That word right there, Tasha. Say it one more time because Di- I, I differentiate. Differentiate. When I hear somebody say it, then I can say it. Differentiate. Okay. Let me just break it down. What's the difference mm-hmm. between fucking and love making? Bam. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. That's it. Okay. We start now strong. Okay. Yeah, so the difference. <laughs> so the difference is really based on your perception, right? So the difference between love making and fucking really has to do with the level of intimacy that people experience and the type of intimacy they want during their sexual encounter, right? So uh-huh. when you think about it, you'll you'll talk to some people and they're like, Yeah, we made love. Yeah, we made love. And then when you talk to other people, they'll be like, Nah, we just was fucking like it wasn't that serious. So it really depends on Okay, y'all already laughing. So it really just depends on what you're trying to get out of the sex. Right. So I I think sometimes we can associate lovemaking with more intimate sex, you know, like that baby making music sex, Mm. you know, really like that raw and raunchy that like, you know, maybe it's more intimate and sensual, whereas maybe we associate fucking with, you know, being a little bit more raw, being a little bit more fast paced, maybe it's a quick Mm. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe there's not a lot of a lot of different types of intimacy that you're experiencing during the moment. So I think it really depends on the depth, right? Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively, if you know what I'm saying. I love it. Yes, yeah. 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 definitely, <laughs> definitely. Thank you. <laughs> the reason why I laugh, though, the reason why I laugh is because mm-hmm. I was reading something because I was like, you know, I got to be prepared. You know, I don't want to come out half cocked. <laughs> Literally, uh, <laughs> I want to, you know, make sure I sounded a little, you know, smart or, you know, intellectual mm-hmm. and be hood my whole life. So um, with defining the different types, I would say that people tend to define those types. Now, you, I know you're going to correct me based on their sexual personality. And I, I mm-hmm. found that there are a lot of them. And so mm-hmm. I want to say, okay, so let me just tell you what the personality, tell the audience, not you, because you know, but let me tell the <laughs> audience what the sexual personalities are, and I will tell you okay. what mine is, and I want you to tell me what yours is, and uh, Bree, can you please tell me or share uh, what, what okay. yours is? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's do it. We have <laughs> decompression. A uh, decompressor is somebody who just, getting their rocks off to blow steam, get stress off their mm-hmm. back. Okay. Then you have the mm-hmm. explorer. Those are the people that's looking for new things or they want to try something new. Then you mm-hmm. have the mm-hmm. fair trader. That's somebody who's um, very generous in bed. They're like really healthy at giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the guardian. And the guardian is somebody who either wants to protect you or give you a sense of security or you have to feel a sense of security in order to give up the goods. 
Mm. You have a passion pursuer, and that's somebody whose sex is um, not good unless it's intense. So you got to, they don't think that you, they did anything unless you had that old face like six or seven times. Then you got Mm. the pleasure seeker, and that's just the person who just says it is, you know, it's no big deal. You know, it's a part of life. It's part of pleasure. And then Mm -hmm. you have the prioritizer. No matter how busy they are, sex is at the top. (laughs) And then you got, right, and then you got the romantic, and those are the people who have to have the flowers and the candles and the back rubbers and, yeah, whatever. And then you have the, (laughs) well, you can tell that ain't me. (laughs) Then you have the spiritualists and those people who feel like, they transcend or they have a spiritual awakening or a spiritual experience during sex. They level up or some stuff. And She's then a you have a thrill seeker. Okay. Yeah, that part. And then you have the thrill seeker. And the thrill seeker is the person who wants to try something new for the excitement or the rush of it. Like mm-hmm. your mom at home praying for you to be well and safe, but you in the bedroom with your dude asking him to choke the lights out you. So I'm just saying oh. – <laughs> you know, I, those aren't the technical definitions, but those mm-hmm. are my understandings of those terms. Now, you can tell me if mm-hmm. I was wrong, no, but right. I, I think that I am a combination of a few, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm an explorer. Mm-hmm. I'm an explorer. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a giver, and um, I'm a decompressor. So those three for sure. The other ones like, eh, I wouldn't right. say the sex is at the top, but life has been really, really busy, and mm-hmm. I ain't really thought about it like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. What would be what would be your definition of your sexual personality, or are you a combination? Girl, I'm a combination of all eleven of them. Oh, oh, shoot. Yes, ma'am. Listen, listen, every single one, right? But I think that for me, probably the first one would be, honestly, would be the explorer and then the fair trader because I'm a Pisces. I'm I'm into Uh, astrology, y'all. But I really am like a giver, and I I believe that if I give, then I'm going to receive, and so that's the type of energy I give to the universe. Um, okay, and then okay, last, okay. I would say, would be a, a pleasure seeker. So I study sexual mm-hmm. pleasure, and mm-hmm. I just think that's that's the most important part of sex, and that's probably why we should have sex and what we should prioritize when we have sex. And so mm-hmm. that, those are probably my top three. But all of them, like, I study the intersection between sex and spirituality, so that's a piece of it. Like, right. I, I identify with all of them, but those would be my top three. Okay. Mm. And Bree? Okay. Miss Bree? Mm-hmm. Um, I am a decompressor. Okay. Um, I am a door of the explorer. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have boundaries though. Like, uh, you're not right. spitting in my mouth. I'm not spitting yeah. in your mm-hmm. mouth. Mm-mm. But, you know, no, I uh, am interested in, interested in some things like, you know, bondage and, and, you know, a little bit of pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would say prioritizer except the way that my life is set right now my focus is on a whole bunch of other things other than sex 
So right, that's know, why I said. I feel, yeah, like if I feel myself getting to the point now where I'm spazzing on people, then I know what that means. That means I need some, right. and I'm gonna hit somebody up. Some. So right, but, right, right. For the most get that part, scratch. Yeah, that's it. Like, thank you. Come again, and um, <laughs> I would love to be a romantic. We call, and, and, but we call I feel that a like appointment. Yes, you call oh, it yes. what? Booty call yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. we do all of that. <laughs> so, yes, for sure. Um, so that's that's how I feel. Um, now reading some of the comments that we have right now, um, we have Natisha King who says, "Hey, yes, I agree with my sister Pisces." So. I don't know what mm-hmm. y'all Pisces got going on, but y'all must be some Listen, wild Listen, we give, we give. Y'all, yeah, yeah, they I are very, they are real givers. Yeah, they are real givers. I, I'll give too. So then we also have um, Visitor5442 on SimplyBree.com who says, a fuck is just a fuck. Just want to come. Love making is between two people who has true feelings for one another. And I, uh, I 110% mm-hmm. agree with you on that one. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> ooh, is sex necessary? Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. I wasn't supposed to ask for that. Okay, so sex is necessary. So sex is necessary, but I will say that in in order to be really inclusive and mindful of other people, there are people who where sex is not necessary, right? They don't have to have sex with their partner to have a romantic connection. So there are some people who don't need sex. But for a lot of us who identify as folks who would like to have sex, yes, it's it's seen as a necessary component. It's a it's a human kind of need. It's like it's like water and food and safety and security. Sex is a part of that. Right. Mhm. Because I know mm-hmm. some people. I know some people who say that they're good, like getting it once every other month. And I'm like, what? Mhm. Mm-hmm. In what? In what universe? In what? Okay. Yeah, I've worked with people. I've worked. But I've worked with people who, you know, identify as, you know, folks who will never have, who don't want to have sex ever. Right. Um. Ooh, so that that's goodness. a piece of it. Yeah. You just throw yeah. them organs away because somebody can use right. them. Uh-huh. Don't throw yeah. them away. Throw the whole body away. Throw the <laughs> whole person in the trash. <laughs> what shout out to all about? my uh, I'm sorry. Our asexual <laughs> listeners out there I'm who so are sorry. perfectly okay. I, you are perfectly okay. Don't listen to me. I'm an old, crunchy, crunchy so lady. Funny. I just... I like stuff my way. <laughs> I have my yeah. own. You know, when you get older, you feel like <laughs> you don't have a filter as you get older. So right. I do apologize. So mm. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you got for her? What you got for her, Tasha? All right. So what I wanted to know was, <laughs> since we're talking about, like, <laughs> sexual personalities and you told me that you're a giver, um, mm-hmm. So does that mean that you put your partner's needs or desires before your own? And if so, why? So, yes. So that means yes. Well, yes. But I'm learning to not do that as much, right, uh-huh. because okay. I'll end up in some situations, a.k.a. situationships that I don't need uh-huh. to be in because I'm trying right, right. to – I'm trying to find a way to please my partner so much that I forget about my own needs. 
And so I'm learning slowly but surely, you know, that that's not always beneficial for me. Um, and I don't right. always get my needs met, my needs met that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just one that's my personality. I grew up as the as the oldest child, so I was constantly giving myself to other people, my time, my energy. And so you know, it's taken me therapy and becoming a therapist to realize like, uh, that that ain't how I want to live my life. You know what I mean? So I want right. to yeah. find a way to be a fair. I want to find a way to be a fair trader. Right, yes. mm, fair trader. Yeah. Oh, that girl, fair you sound like the stock like market that. over there. That's what it is. is. She know her sexual personality. <laughs> yes, ma'am. yes, Jordan. Yes. Okay. So, speaking first of all, if you guys are out there listening and you want to chime in, the number is five one five six zero two nine six four seven. Please be prepared for all of the funkiness that's about to come up. I'm just telling you. So, <laughs> with the whole entanglement and situationships how Mm -hmm. do you up your relationship to explore other options as a couple but maintain trust at the same time Mm. 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 so you're at so how i'm hearing your question tell me if i'm right or wrong Mm -hmm. but if you're if you're in a situationship or an entanglement you're not a couple Mm. Mm. So are you saying? Wow. Are you saying? <laughs> so are you saying like if you were a couple, how do you how do you open it up to talk about things? Or are you saying if you're in a situation, how do you more, manage it? More so, if you're in a relationship that's turning into because it's going to turn into a situation or an entanglement. You have your mm-hmm. couple who want to swing, who want to open up and bring a third person in, and it it may turn into a, a situationship or an entanglement. When that happens, mm. how do you, how do you gain the trust? How do you keep the trust feeling as though your partner is not going to do something behind their back? If you don't want to, like if you don't want to be a part of that free group, yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Like you, if you, yeah. you don't want your threesome to turn sour basically. Right. But, yeah. It's something that your partner wants to do. They want to have a threesome. How do you open up your doors to a third person and not turn into an entanglement? Mm, Okay, got it. Okay. So you would need to have open communication, which I feel like a lot of folks don't have nowadays, is Mm -hmm. where you need to set that boundary in the beginning. So if you go into a relationship, let's say you've been with your your partner for a couple years, and you're like, okay, babe, you know, I think I want to, you know, open it up. How do you feel about that? Your partner agrees to it, right? The communication, Mm. that line has to always be open. You always have to be communicating to see, okay, is this something that we want to continue doing? What do you think about that? Do we we like that person? Do we want a different person? Do we like those people? You know, Mm. so I think the communication really becomes an important piece of it, right? But I think Mm -hmm. it becomes an entanglement or maybe even a situationship when there is a lack of communication. So we're talking about betrayal. We're talking about people Mm -hmm. doing things on the sly, not really communicating. We're talking about Mm -hmm. you catching feelings for the other partner and you not sharing those feelings because, I think sometimes we make it really hard to talk to our partner, and, and attraction is a, is a natural thing. You're going to be attracted right. to people outside of your relationship, but it, it right. becomes an issue when you're, you, know, you act on that attraction. Right. And so I right. think that's when it becomes really like, oh, shit, this really just happened. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Mm. 
Okay. So my thing is this, not not like entanglements and situationships. My thing is dealing mm-hmm. with what's currently going on at your own house. Because what I find, mm. I grew up around a lot of guys, okay? So I kind of have a little insight. I can't say I have a lot, just a tidge. But I hear a lot of men who are in unhappy relationships say stuff like, the other woman did stuff that you wouldn't do. So this is where I'm going with that. Do you mm. feel that oral sex is important and should it be the grounding factor of whether a man cheats or doesn't cheat? Hell, hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. No. Because so I don't, I, I, not in here. So I feel so I feel like once again, you gotta figure out what you and your partner want. If your partner wants oral sex and that's just right. not your thing, maybe y'all yeah. can compromise on something else. Okay, or maybe y'all, maybe you can learn to love it. Maybe they can teach you some things, or maybe you can practice. You know, sex is something I think everyone can learn, and I think people don't give each other grace when it comes to sex. It's kind of like, oh, if you don't do that, I'm done with you. Whereas it's mm-hmm. like, well, sometimes people don't. You know, each partner is different. People prefer different things. So in right. that, if a man is talking about stepping outside of his relationship because someone didn't do something, it's kind of like one, you're not communicating your needs. And mm-hmm. so that shows a lack of maturity. But two, your partner doesn't know what you need because you're not communicating that. And then mm-hmm. three, right. if you want to step out, just ask for an open relationship or a polyamorous right. relationship, right. Right? right? Instead of you know trying to think that it's monogamous, whereas you're cheating. Like everyone's going to get hurt yeah. in that situation. So I just really think yeah. communication, communicating in any way, is going to be important. Right. Hmm. Okay, I just had to bring it up because I've heard it. I've heard it too many times. Like, I stepped out on her because she wouldn't do that. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean that's that's like a you know that's like a that's like a kid saying like you know I I didn't do my homework because you know whatever reason right. and it's just kind of like you got to take accountability. Like we're we're right. all grown, and even if you're not grown, you know you got to communicate. And if they're mm-hmm. not doing what you need them to do and they can't meet you there, then that's something you got to figure out. But you can't blame it on someone else because you're not right. happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the best way to explore your sexual desires and still determine what your boundaries are? Mm. Yeah, I love this question. So I j- earlier this summer I had a black women's sexuality or sexual pleasure workshop. And Mm -hmm. so essentially we did tons of different activities and things to really explore, you know, what are some things that turn us on? What are some things that turn us off? How do we communicate our boundaries with our partners? How do we have solo sex? Because that's the thing. Um, Mm. So I would say to start off, you really just need to get to know yourself, right? So you can't expect someone to be able to please you or to even, you know, meet your needs sexually if you don't know what they are. Right. So that looks like actually spending time, huh? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, no, I can you hear you. Fine, but I got a, I got a quick question. Is yeah, solo sex masturbation? Because I was so yes. when you said solo sex, be. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on, solo <laughs> sex? What, what is solo sex? It can be. It can be masturbation, okay. but sometimes okay. people see them as different. Um, okay. So sometimes. You know, people don't want to say masturbation is solo sex, but oh, essentially okay. it's you have you doing any kind of sexual activity with yourself. 
not with another yeah. partner. Um, okay, okay. Okay, because okay, I was yeah. like straight throat, like, wait a minute, I know I'm old. <laughs> Things ain't changed that much. What is so little Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's just you exploring your body. Um, you know, you just doing things to get to know yourself. I just right. think it's really hard for your partner to know what you want sexually if you don't know what you want sexually. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, mm, mm. You got a point. Yep. Wow. If you guys haven't learned anything thus far, I don't know what rock you have been under. I'm going to need you to come from under that and uh, exclude social distancing for just a moment, okay? Right, right. Jordan has definitely dropped. The solo sex alone was new to me. I had wrote it down and underlined it with a question mark. <laughs> I'm going to ask you when we come back with the group conversation, like, what is solo yes. sex? I but, would love to hear yeah. people's opinions about it. I would love to hear yeah. what people are thinking because sex is so, it can be so taboo, but we all, I mean, most of us do it. So it's like, let's have the conversation, you know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I will have uh, our next guest up, Kellen uh, Marcus, mm-hmm. who's in the background. He's been waiting. So you guys <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, give us a call if you have something to say. If you want to comment on solo sex, what is solo sex to you? 515 mm-hmm. Once again, the number is 515-602-9647. We'll be right back. Are you a first-time homebuyer and you're not sure where to begin? Maybe you're a homeowner and you're considering an upgrade? Whatever your situation may be, Natisha Dawes of Virtual Properties Realty is your real estate agent. With years of experience, Natisha understands her clients and takes pleasure in assisting each of them, regardless of how large or small their needs may be. She specializes in finding programs for first-time homebuyers and saving as much money as possible with sellers, all within impressive turnaround times. Reach out to Natisha Dawes and let her get the ball rolling today. 770-731-9485. The purpose of Girls Who Brunch Tour, a 501c3, is to cultivate, inspire, and empower at-risk girls between the ages of 9 to 17 years old. Today, girls are very impressionable. This demographic of girls is being exposed to bullying, human trafficking, self-esteem issues, and underestimation of self-worth. Through Girls Who Brunch, we provide vital tools needed through literacy, education, life skills, and health and wellness to help girls become leaders and difference makers in their communities. For more information on how you can become an ambassador, attend one of our virtual at-home 21 city experiences, or donate to the organization. Visit www.girlswhobrunchtour.com now. All right, welcome back, welcome back. You guys have tuned into the Truth Serum on He Said What Radio Network. I am your host. Simply Bree. And I am Tasha. Tasha. And if you are just joining us, tonight's topic is understanding you through intimacy. Now, we just had our first guest, Jarden Dogan, and we now have our next guest, Kellen Marcus. Kellen, welcome, welcome to the show. How's it going? How's it going? How are you doing? Hey, 
It's good. good. How good. Is I'm doing good. Everything's good. All yeah. right. So, Kellen, what did you think about tonight's topic and what you've heard thus far with uh, with Miss Jordan? Um, I I thought there were some really good points. I think I, I didn't know that there were so many different types of uh, I guess sexual um, analysis of how yeah personalities and and uh, ways that people communicate through sex. And um, I mean that's that's very very interesting. It does open my eyes to more. Um, to a more broader thinking of like the spectrum of how to actually please and know where to meet someone within their like pleasure realm of intimacy. Oh. Do you see how he said that? I did. I, I yeah, and he, it was all marathon and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, he tried to he tried to get my Why sexual personality say, out that box. <laughs> I talk. I literally talk in my regular voice, and everybody is always saying, "Why are you like?" Whispering to me or staring at me, like yo, you don't know. I have to, I have to be really happy. Like if I'm tired or if I'm talking low, then everyone's like, "You all sexual?" I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not sexual." I'm I'm really just chilling. Like that's it. It was, it was definitely um. It was definitely a uh, an eye opener, so it, it was yeah. it was nice to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. I I really liked it. I really enjoyed what she had to say. But I'm 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 ready. I'm waiting on you, sir. I'm I'm waiting on you, sir. I'm I'm so glad that you came back. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> well, for me, um, so I had what's to. What's your personality? My personality is it is it's changed a lot uh, over the years, actually. Like, um, and I and I say this, it's, it's kind of like touching on different topics. But um, I used to be at first, I would just be like a, a decompressor or like a, uh, whichever one that was like, I'm just I'm just getting it to get my rocks off. Um, yeah, it's more so just because like when I was growing up, like I was molested as a child. And then mm-hmm. when I got older, probably in my, I, like, my late teens, I was, like, date drugged. So mm-hmm. my perce- perception of sex and and understanding, okay, because you got to think, like, in any, in any relationship that involves a sexual encounter, it mentally stimulates you in different ways. And when I say stimulate that we're not talking about like a, a pleasure. We're talking about okay, your your mind and your brain is is almost trained to function to think a certain way and to to uh you know, categorize certain emotions and certain feelings. So for me, like mm-hmm. growing up, you know, my first thing was just like, you know, I just got to prove in other words that I'm not gay. Because right. my whole thought was, you know, in society, they say, you know, oh, well, if you've been touched on or if you, you know, people have done things like this to you, that makes you gay. And so uh-huh. growing up young, it was like, nah, like, I like girls. I know I like girls. And I got to talk to, like, every single girl that I can. Like, I got to just prove, right. like, I like 
like girls. So oh, you know okay. that led to a lot of a lot of conversations within sex because in sex my main goal was just to make sure to prove that they know that I like girls. Right. I had fought, you know what I'm saying? And and that just that leads to so many other things just with like, you know, just therapy, being able to talk to people, being able to verbalize and vocalize how you're feeling and how something has made you feel. Um right. and instead of talking about those things with the ladies that I would, you know, be in relationships with and stuff, they you know, eventually they would call it out. And they'll be like, you know, what's you know, you're very because then I would go into this mode of like, um, I wanted to just please them. Like I would focus so much on pleasing them that like mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be able to please myself. Like none of the energy was about pleasure to me, so therefore we have a dud. And then right. that becomes an argument because it's like, well, you're not aroused all the way or, you know, I don't feel like, you know, you're, you're satisfied by me because, because of these certain things. And this, in my mind, it was like, well, I thought that it was just about you. And I forgot so much about myself that I didn't even, I didn't even correlate to that being a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking everything Mm -hmm. else. So um, it went, it it went kind of into that phase. And then I, I have, more of a now phase now of really just understanding, uh, really just being me. I I had some people that just talked to me and just like you know, your the sex isn't supposed to be complicated. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be like an adventure. It's supposed to be pretty pretty different every time. Like you have your you know your routine things, and I I would do that. Like I'd get into a routine. So it's like okay if. If I would have sex with this girl and I started this way, went to this, then did that, and then, you know, certain positions and stuff, I would try to use that as a formula or as a blueprint. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you can't build every house the same if you're if you're a true contractor. It's like you have to really approach every situation different. And I think that that was where I was now because I would find, you know, in relationships and encounters that it would be like, you know, well, I would find women saying, you know, obviously don't compare me to other women. You know, what mm-hmm. she may love, it may not work for me. Like, I get it. That that was y'all. That was great for you and her. But for me, I need for you to understand me. I need you to pay attention to me, you know. And um, I think that that was, that was kind of like a, a turning point in, in my life with intimacy, with, with, you know, leveling up on communication, um, leveling up on you know, on really getting and understanding what that person's vibe is, what they're like listening to their body, listening to their mind, listening to just their, their conversation of, you know, a person will expose to you kind of who they are within their, their conversation and, and learning. You don't have to try to prove anything to anybody. Like we're not here. This isn't a competition. So, um, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So with you going through everything that you've been through and, you know, having to prove your attraction, your interest in women by sleeping with multiple women or by engaging with them and then later on in life um, focusing on only pleasing them, what has Kellen identified his pleasures in sex to be? What what do you enjoy? I I enjoy 
receiving oral sex. Like if if a woman and I, I enjoyed that. What I've learned honestly is I enjoy the energy behind sex. I get mm-hmm. turned on by feeling the energy of like being wanted. Of you, you desire me. You are actually attracted to me. Like you, like you kind of know when you when someone wants you. Not even necessarily yeah. being they have to be all over you. It's just it's a feeling that you get of like okay, you're really enjoying doing what you're doing. And I right. think that for me, you know, if if I feel like someone is enjoying just allowing me to be in their space, me allowing them to be in their space, that's what really turns me on. Because, again, with so many other things that have happened, it's like you want to, in my mind, it's almost like, you know, that security thing. Security not within, like, you know, but within, okay, I can be safe with you and I can be vulnerable. A lot of men, it's tough for us to be vulnerable, especially within a a bedroom setting because right. you know we're thinking about all of the outside noise. We right. never we never allow ourselves to just or excuse I, I would have a problem with allowing myself to just allowing the four walls to be the only audience and really right. Right. you know and the only person that is that I'm concerned about is her. So mm-hmm. I, I think that that plays a lot into it. But yeah, for me, so you like, finally I, got I just, out your head. Yes, exact. There you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly. I got out of my own way because it was killing me. I mean, it was it was killing me, and it would just be, and it typically is with the person that you want to please the most. You right. want to, you know, make that person feel like you really care about them because if you don't, so, you feel like you fail. When in all honesty, like you said, you'll you'll shoot yourself in the foot trying to shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> so would you say <laughs> So would you say that um you're the type of person that falls in love easily? Mm. There uh, falls in, I believe that my I believe that there are some emotional um emotional habits that I have or uh, yeah, like emotional habits and emotional like methods that I allow myself to be subject to a lot more easily. I wouldn't always necessarily say that it's falling in love, but I will say that you know it is the, the attachment because of certain detachments in my life. You know, if you, I'm a doctor, so that part of my life also was a part that was like, dang, like you know, the one. Don't get me wrong. Like my mother, my adopted mom, she's amazing. Like she's always been there. You know, she's a hundred percent rock solid. Like that's my mom. Mm-hmm. I believe that within your DNA and within your your growth, um, to to not have been able to receive that mother's love from your mother, I believe that that plays into a part of you know, if you want to say falling in love. I don't. I don't know if I. Ever fell in love I don't, before? I don't, yeah, because because that type of love that you feel is like there there still have been you know uh, conditions to it. Um, I love I, people. I find that from a lot of men. I don't know why a lot of men say that. I mean, not all. I can't say all because I do know a few. But a lot of men right. that I've talked to have a problem with saying that they've fallen in love. 
Like, mm-hmm. what is it the falling part or is it the no, love I, part? I, because I've fallen in love. Don't get me wrong. I've I've fallen in love multiple times. Mm-hmm. I I'm not the type of person that falls in love easily though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't just meet a person because the vibe is cool and because it's good. I'm just like, yo, like, I'm just so, so in love with you. You know what I mean? Like, I would let you know and I would express my love to you. Like, yeah, like, I love you. I care about you and stuff. But, like, there's only been a couple times where I'm just, well, even when I look back, I'm like, okay, based on just action, based on, you know, commitment, based on uh, true uh, being receptive to that person and learning and growing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's only been it's only been a few times, but it, it can be hard as a man because just not even well, yeah, we will say that there are conditions with being a man. You know what I mean? Like when you are a man, there are certain things that a woman is looking for. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that, that a woman is going to require of you every time. And as men, a lot of us, honestly, I believe are afraid to even accept and admit that, hey, I'm just not there right now. Or, right. Mm-hmm. you know, hey, I, you know, not even that I'm going with the flow, but that I really don't know what direction I want to go in. I just genuinely don't know. So a lot of times because you like this person because they're fine, because the sex is good, you end up doing these things, and then you'd say, okay, well, it, the easiest thing for me to do is say is I must be in love with you. And right. Like you said, it, that's, you know, that's not that. So mm-hmm. let me let me ask you this because we do have a question from one of our listeners um, through simplybree.com. Listener wants to know, what does vulnerability look like for a man in the bedroom? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I won't speak for all men. I'll speak for myself. Um, being vulnerable is like um, being being heard without words. Being mm-hmm. vulnerable is like truly like the kissing. And I mean like kissing somebody to kiss them, to know them, to being yeah. vulnerable is basically like I'm, I'm allowing you to see the the most intimate thoughts of myself as a man because again sex is what it is the way that women go crazy when it feels good to them Mm -hmm. equally men should be able to go crazy when it feels good to them i Mm -hmm. believe that there is there is a a a narrative that has been painted as to how that should sound and how that should look and how that should be depicted but there you know there there are men there are men who love to moan having sex. But Ooh. if you do that with a certain woman, that woman may be like, yo, you like that's fucking yeah, like a little because bitch. everybody is right. right. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, no, that's what I would say. I wouldn't say it. I'd be like, you You know, so, but everyone is different. I think that with having different personalities, with having different habits, with having different successes and failures, and then mixing that in with different people who have totally different thought processes and what they want out of sex. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, you got to kind of just get out of your own way and just say, Hey, I'm going to be authentically me. I've And I've had women say that, and I can appreciate those who have said, you know, don't think you do yeah. you and I'll do me. And after yeah. we're done, we'll talk about what we like 
and what we don't like. <laughs> we don't kind of throw off and what's not throwing me off. You know what I'm saying? But at least right. allowing a man to allowing a man to be vulnerable and just say, hey, be authentically you. Just do right. you yeah. and yeah. me. You know what I mean? I think that that allows uh, men to be a little less guarded. Um, I think yeah. that you know, just the the typical conversation. You know, I think that we all should all outside conversation shouldn't even be in our minds whenever we're having a conversation between one another because this is a you know this is a new uh, conversation through intimacy and I think that, that you know that's the biggest thing really like man we just it's just like I don't want to fuck up right in a sense yeah so, we, so in order Oof. to order to win we got to play to win and and not play not to lose you know right. what I mean? you don't want to but really it's just like nah just do what you got to do and as a woman when a woman is approached with things that she doesn't like or you know communicate if you like yeah. this yeah. person biggest you, thing you know there may be you know what i'm saying like there, there, there right. are certain times i've had i've had people be like oh well you know this person did this and i ain't like it so i stopped rocking it okay oh, wow. i can get through all this but like i just i just wasn't cool with that all right, all right. and i think that there there are certain things where it's like uh vulnerabilities and deal breakers are very very close hand in hand to me, especially when it comes to to the bedroom. Because a person will say that like, oh no, nah, he did that. That was nasty. That's a deal breaker. When really it's just like, you just ain't never ha- you've never had anyone do that to you. So it's more so like it's an uncomfortable zone for you, and you don't know how to just say, you know, I'm uncomfortable. I You're just gonna say, I'm, like, I'm not I don't like that. that. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Pineapples. Pineapples. Safe word. Pineapples. Right. I don't want that. Safe word. Do you have a safe word? No. Like whoa. Right. Like in the bedroom. What's your safe word? Yes. Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just a couple things. You know what I mean? And again, you're not going to know these vulnerabilities until you're in that moment. Because genuinely, right. when people talk about certain things, they it's hard to open up to a person that you've never encountered. Because even then, you might open up to a person and they like before it even goes down, they like ah nah I'm good I'm out of like, here I'm cool yeah, yeah. Like, I'm alright oh. so it just, like you like to do depends. what with me no I'm good right you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah okay All so right. we have well, a listener. We have a listener who um, said in the comments, um, I understand completely. It's hard to commit when you grow up in situations. We are afraid of failure in our relationships. Yeah. That's yeah, very true. I mean, very true. I think, I'm going to tell you this, right? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, speak. I'm, I'm listening. I was yeah. gonna say this. It's a little, it's a little funny, but <laughs> my my best friend in North Carolina know all about this. So when I used to stay in North Carolina, and you know I was talking to a dude or whatever, before we would have sex, I would call my best friend. And I'd be sitting outside his house, and I'd be like, "Girl, you know my song." She was like, "Go ahead, say it." I'm like, "Pussy don't fail me now." I gotta <laughs> like <laughs> that. Women, we go through this because it's like we want 
I think sometimes, and it's not all women, some women, I know for me, if I give my body to you, I'm giving my body to you because I'm trying to basically blow your motherfucking mind. Like, that's right. it. Like, I want, I want you to want to come back for seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths. And I want to build that emotional connection at the same time. But that's my song. Like, I, I literally will sing you know that what? song before going up in the house. Because they don't say I'm in now. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know how they, you know how they prep talks. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, you, you have a, you have but, your your okay. prep talks. You have your, you know what I'm saying? Your your yeah. huddled ups and everything. But for yeah. me, I think another thing with me like was, I I was the type of person I didn't have to have. I don't have to have sex all the time. Like sex mm-hmm. to me is, I like sex. I like to think about sex. I like to talk about sex. But actually having sex and giving myself to someone is like I, I would be in relationships and it would be like time would really go by. And again, right. they're like, oh, you must not like me. It's like, nah. But at that time, sex might not be on that person's mind. I think that when we're talking about with intimacy too, it's like know what turns your person on. Like talk mm. to the person about right. yeah. that. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, thank yeah, that you. Hit, that hit home right there. Thanks for saying that. Okay, you know what? I got I got something to say too. Okay, about that, because you guys, I'm not like that, and I I'm not I'm not gonna say that it's a bad thing, but I'm not a selfish person ordinarily. Like daily, I'm a very generous person. I'm giving. I'm selfless. But when it comes to sex. I am a selfish person. Mm-hmm. I want what I want when I want it. And mm. I study, I'll study a person more intently sexually than I would on a normal basis. Like, if it's somebody that I'm dating, like, I'll study you, but I won't really learn who you are, who you mm-hmm. are, until we start going to another level. But sexually, I'll learn everything about you so that when I'm ready to have sex, I know what triggers you. I know what gets you going so that you won't tell me no. And then I go into sex trying to get pleasure for myself. So I will stop you mid-sex and say, that's not working. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm not, in, I'm not enjoying that. Or, you know, and I'll say, you know, if it's something that I do, do you like this? You know, mm-hmm. I ask questions. I'll ask questions yeah, during sex. I'll ask if but, you're okay. Like, yeah, I, I, I ask. I think that it's good to it's good to, to check. Sometimes I might overcheck, yeah. but I mean, I, I will <laughs> ask. You know, what I'm saying, are are you good? Like, and then sometimes right. with certain things, just like I'll t- I'll tell them, like tell me tell me what to do. Like I'm literally. I'm at your discretion right now. Tell me what you like, mm-hmm. what you want, what gets you off. And and when you give a woman that type of, you know, I mean, everybody wants to feel liberated, wants to feel powerful, yes. wants to feel included. Right. And I think that when they have, you know, that time, and like you said, if you're paying attention to someone's energy or someone's body, or if you're just saying, hey, let me see what you right. can do. Like, let, let, me, right. let me see what's on your mind. Let me see mm-hmm. what kind of ideas you got going on in your head. And I think that that kind right. of, loosens up the tension as well because then you get into the mode of like you said you're paying attention so it may be in the middle of intercourse and 
you boom, you put her in her position that she enjoys. Now she's like, mm-hmm. oh, right. well, you're paying attention to me. I didn't, right. Right. you know, women, I, I didn't have to tell you, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like, you're doing it because I enjoy it and because right. you paid attention to just what I was saying. So I think that exactly. you know, it, it all goes hand in hand, for sure. And the person, yeah. and during sex, your body responds. Like, if Absolutely. you're paying attention, a person's body responds to certain sexual things where you never have to ask. Immediately, like, yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> I'm going to bite you on your neck, and if I see you squirm or make a noise, like, aha. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I never have to, I, like, I never have to ask that question. I'm like, got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on That's to the true. next spot. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I think- like I said, you know. I think it's important that people are paying attention to your partner, especially if this is a new partner, because Mm -hmm. what worked for one person may not work for the other person. So to even ask someone, what do you want me to do? That's kind of hard because the way that it was probably done to them before could have turned them off versus oh, right. your touch is your touch could be more sensual so that could excite them even more like i've been i've but, been but in situation- still, what women should women should be able to do that though if if i'm if i'm touching you mm-hmm. talk to me it, it like right. talk to me in between you know what i'm saying like no like you know what i'm saying or instead of i think that sometimes lead me to the direction instead of stopping uh-huh. me from the direction i'm going to because a lot of right. times when, you, when they're like, ah, I don't like that, or no, stop that, it's like that's that's a wall. It may be a right. good wall, but it's still a wall as opposed to like, here, go here. Like, try, like come come this way. Come, you know what I'm saying? Because if a right. person if a person really cares about you or really genuinely cares, they're going yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? The adjustments are, are small. And then boom, right. we, if, if it's something that makes him uncomfortable, then it's like, look, as a man, if you're somewhat understanding of how to take control, and it's like do a little bit of both, get a little bit of yours, then give her a little bit of hers, then give mm-hmm. her a little bit of hers again, then go back to getting yours. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there have been times where it's like, okay, if I know certain positions really arouse me, I'm a, you know, do what I got to do. I'm a right. get you in your position. And if I feel like the sensation or something isn't as pleasurable, hey, look, turn over real quick. Let me. You know what I'm saying? Let me get back in motion right. and then turn it back over and we can continue as, as we work. You know what I mean? So at least it's right. like, you know, and let her know as you're getting yourself back to that level. Like, I tell a girl, like, you the reason why I'm like this. Like, I'm hard like this. <laughs> and then that gets right. her going. You feel her energy and then, boom, you're now excited to pleasure her in the way that she likes to be pleasured. So it's a little game. It's, it's all now, a little game, for real. The interesting thing, too, and I think this is very important, is, like you say, communication when you're being intimate. And I think a lot of the times, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kellen, a lot of the times men may not be in the mood. Like, they want to do it. They want to please you. But if there's something on their mind, and it's going to affect their body. I've had it where, you know, get ready to get it in, and, you know, we're doing the foreplay, and it's just not working and I already know what I'm doing so the first thing that I say is what's on your mind what are you thinking and a lot of guys are reluctant to answer that because they don't want to be honest because they don't want to disappoint you but if we are more acceptive and more 
um, inviting to get the conversation Ooh. going and, and help them understand that, hey, okay, whatever's on your mind is okay. Let's talk about it if you want to talk about it. Like, be compassionate about it. Let's, let's get it out. Let me help you. Yeah. Let me help understand but what's he'll, going on. Then um, that could help fix. Come yeah, yeah, you know, it may, it may not be that nice. And when yeah. he does, this is the thing. Like, I think, I think sometimes, like, because in certain relationships it would happen like that, and it would be like, yo, I, I ain't gonna cap. Like, if I, if I'm broke. I'm not trying to fuck. I'm not trying right. to have sex. Like, I know some people is like that's a release, but like when I'm broke, I ain't trying to smash. When <laughs> something is going on in, in family or with work, I'm not trying to smash. Like, if yeah. if we just got into an argument. I'm not trying to smack like that makeup stuff or like it, to solve a problem. Sex to me, to me, is not a problem solver. But what I, if it is for that person, you also have to be okay with saying, I then we may not need to do this because right. there are some people who they have literally told me like, yo, I need sex. Like, I need sex. I I I crave it. I desire it. If I'm with you, I'm a very, very high sexual person, and you're not. And there were parts of that relationship where you just like, hey, I get this. And instead of this being a cause for us to start having problems in other areas, then maybe because this may be a deal breaker for us. Mm-hmm. This may just be something that, like, hey, I, you know, the timing is off. Because, again, like, I don't ever want women to feel like, you know, because a man is not in the mood, you know, you got to take the back burner. I would not say that men the same way. Like, oh, if she don't want, but again, for me more so, because if to me, if a woman say no, it's no. Yes, if a man says no, it's no. It it goes both ways, but a lot of times it's more so like, when it's with a woman and it's like no, it's a little, it's just taken a little bit more serious as with a guy it's more so like, okay, well, what's on your mind? And I think that when there's a shift to say, okay, let me show this man that I really care about what's on his mind that's giving him this blockage, that wall will be lifted. And right. when he does come back, you know, it's, it's go time. Because a lot of women can truly say, like, yeah, he may not have wanted to at that time. But when um, when he wants to, if and you're truly you're truly being uh, fair, and you're not just like, oh, I'm not in the mood now, and you truly want to get it, oh, you're going to get it. And it's going to right. be in an even more enlightened way because sometimes as a man, it's like, yo, I'm thinking about how I'm supposed to be paying these bills. I want to get your nails done. I hadn't been able to do that shit. You paying for it yourself. I don't like it. You know, I want to be able to, you know, make sure that this job right. is going right. You know, my my parents might be sick. Your parents a might be going through something. You know, it's, it's just it's right. life. Exactly. So yeah. with it being life, I think that, yeah, you got to, you gotta just say to yourself, "Hey, let's let's really let's really take uh, into consideration of what how someone's feeling, and just right. time, yeah. time, even with He just might not be, you know, not be one there right now. That don't mean he don't want you. Right. So don't, right. Know, don't take it to the heart. Just say, "Hey, yeah. I'm all right. I'm a chill. And what you do? Go put on some boy shorts or something. Walk uh-huh. around, have you have your little booty out or something." Kissing Mary nine and you know, eventually he's right. going uh, he's going to some chicken wings, so booty shorts and chicken yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so speaking speaking yeah. of time, what yeah. we're gonna do, 
Um, we do need to take a really quick break, and then we're going to bring Jarden up so she can get in on this conversation because I am just so curious as to what it is that she has to say. So we are going to take a break, and we will be right back. You guys are listening to The Truth Sum. I am your host, Simply Bree, with my girl Tasha. And this is Understanding You Through Intimacy. We'll be right back. Coming soon. Cheating. Creeping. Getting caught. The liar's dead. Cheating. A rude awakening. Written by Reed. How will you handle the truth? Pre-order your copies at jampublishing.net. Hey, hey, hey. You are tuned in to the He Said What? radio network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m., Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What Show and Wednesdays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha. All right, welcome back. You have tuned into the Truth Serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I got who? Tasha. And we have both of our guests now. We have Jarden Dogan and Kellen Marcus. Let's give them a round of applause. Yes, if you guys have just tuned in and you want to chime in, give us a call, 515-602-9647. Once again, it's 515-602-9647. Definitely want to give a shout out to all of the uh, listeners who are on the website, simplybree.com. I, I literally, over the break, just learned what a white liver is, okay? White <laughs> liver is old school. <laughs> and that's also known as a nympho um, or, or a she's got a habit, if you guys have seen the Spike Lee show. so. But, yes. Welcome everyone back to the show. Jordan, what did you think about everything Kellen had to say? I thought it was really good. I thought it was vulnerable, Kellen. Just the fact that you can kind of articulate when you're feeling on, when you're feeling off. Um, I just feel like sometimes we struggle with that. So I just really appreciated having that perspective in the conversation. Yes. No problem. No problem. Yes. Yeah, on that behalf. But he, you definitely represented for a lot of the guys. So we're gonna go ahead and give you the uh, round of applause because you deserve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, real. You <laughs> that. Listen, if anybody want to give Kelly some booty tonight, go ahead <laughs> and give us. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> he, he might not want none. Right, right, right. Got any shorts in, in the hot wings? Wing. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. He said he okay. He ain't booty now. Right, you gotta have the chicken wings too. Let's not pass up the chicken wings. 
So my question for everyone is share with us one vulnerable experience that you have had in the bedroom. One moment in the bedroom where you were just completely vulnerable. What what was it? And we'll start we'll start with Kellen because Kellen, you're the only guy on tonight, so you know we got to go with you first. <laughs> oh, um, probably the first time I ever had like my nipples licked on. That was very like that was different in a sense. Like most people. Or when you hear that they like, oh, like men and nipple play, like it's you know. But there was this, I had, and I was kind of was mess, I messed myself up because I let that girl try to rip, and I shouldn't have done that. So that was a nice part. Of it. Uh, but now, like, yeah, when she when she did it, it was not like I mean, it was pleasurable, but it was I wasn't weirded out by it. It was like, oh, like this is here's another stimulating part of my body that like, oh shit, like. It's yeah. not so much of the, you know, the neck or, you know, the, the your legs and shit. Like, I'm real sensitive on my legs, my neck. So when that was a new area, it was like, oh, shit. Like, all right, I kind of got to, you know, not enjoy this too much. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, something, it's something new. So, yeah, I, I'd probably say that was probably something vulnerable for me. Mm, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Jordan. Hmm. I would say a time I was vulnerable. This was this was big for me. I had been super stressed, right? So we talked about decompressor uh-huh. earlier. Um, and I was just really overwhelmed to where like I just could not get into it. And so mm-hmm. I was so frustrated. I started crying. Oh <laughs> and he just oh, he no. just was really yeah, I was so pissed. One, because I was stressed out, and then I'm like, you know, I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to, like, de-stress. Like, I've been yeah. waiting for this moment. Like, you know, we've been, like, talking over text, you know, pretty much having phone sex all day, so I'm ready, right? And yeah. I just could not – I just could not get into it, and so I was crying. And I think he was, he thought I was crying because he was hurting me, but I was just crying because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed that I can't – I can't get into it, and I don't know how to tell you because you're going to think it's you. Um, right. So that was really vulnerable for me because normally, you know, I'm like, okay, let's go. Whereas I was like, you know, I, I just can't get into it, and it has nothing to do with you. It's all me. And he was yeah, like, sure? Yeah, it's not you with like, me. Right. I like, yeah, I promise. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I promise it's me this time. Um, but, yeah, I started crying, and he handled it well. But, whoo, that was hard wow. for me because – I just would have, you know, if I didn't know what I know now, I probably would have just took it. You know what I mean? Like, I probably would have just faked it. Right. And this is the first time where I was like, yeah, you know, this ain't it. Like, I, and it's not nothing to do with you. It's really me. So that was, right. that was hard right. for me. Okay. Tasha, you knew it's right. on you next, Tasha. Of course. <laughs> well, okay, since everybody's being vulnerable, I guess I could be vulnerable, too. <laughs> I don't That's like right. it very much. I don't I like, like it I very like, much. I feel like she was, she was vulnerable. I feel like I was manipulated. I was taken advantage of. You are not. <laughs> oh, like That's vulnerable, you though. Like, <laughs> he said, and he liked it. Listen, <laughs> 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 Okay. Oh, 
Okay, so I okay. I got married at a very young age. So I was twenty when I got married. Congratulations. <laughs> and yeah, no, I I've been divorced eleven years now. I look I've been a divorced eleven years now, but um when I did get married mm-hmm. um and we had our honeymoon night, uh I queefed. Ooh, oh my god, don't know Girl, what that is. Look it up. I was so embarrassed <laughs> that oh, I was man. like, stop, stop, stop. He was like, no, no. He was like, no, that's a good thing. I'm like, no, no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to literally stop <laughs> and talk about it. And it, he had to talk me off the ledge. Oh <laughs> At 20 years old, I was like, you know what? Because she's not supposed to do that. I don't know what you did, but don't do it again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you took mine, Tasha. I'm sorry. <sighs> Oh my god! But that's an embarrassing moment. That's a a moment of vulnerability for a lot of women. If they don't know what that is, if they don't know that it's supposed to happen, it's supposed Mm -mm. to happen. But yeah, (laughs) and they do it intentionally too. They're like, oh yeah, let me go all the way out. Let me do it again. Yeah. But then you, but then you're thinking you're Issa, you know, you think you're Issa Ray, broken pussy, like okay, is everything okay down there? Right, right, right. I don't know what's happening. Happen. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. She broke. Oh, I broke oh. her somehow. <laughs> I should have known better. Okay. So I remember one time. First, one time in band camp, right? No, one time at camp. but I was, I was, I was, we were in it. We were getting it in, and he was just, like, pounding it out. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I got to pee. Like, I got to pee. Then I was like, I'm holding it. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So finally, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> so... So after I let it go, I I come to realize that it wasn't me actually peeing; it was uh-huh. actually sweating. So, and this is how I learned it because after I did that, right, it was like a lot. We kept going. He it just turned him on. He was like, "Oh yeah!" So he kept going, and I'm like, "Wait, I gotta pee again." Like, wait a minute, I just yeah, that right there, unplanned, one cheat. You're like, it's like, wait, let me get some towels first. Let me just go to the bathroom and pee first. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing ladies want to do is actually squirt. And the yeah. guy realizes it. He's like a champion at that point. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to keep making you do it. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that. I don't really know how to follow behind it because now I feel like what I'm about to ask is is like so 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 lame, but it's okay. <laughs> what I was gonna ask is, tell me a uh, a dark sexual kink Ooh. that you disrespect or you respect. It could be okay. either or, or it could be both, because I have okay. both actually. 
I, you know, I have a pink, oh a dark goodness. pink that this, I this don't like, and I have a dark. Yes, this is completely transparent, and I have a dark pink that I like. So mm, we're gonna start with like garden first because we did. Okay, so one, so one. What'd you say? I said it's a little people. <laughs> That's what it is. Tasha got a thing for little people. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so one that one that we like and one that we don't like. Yeah, she said yes. either or. Okay, okay. So okay, so both. Okay. So one that I can't get with, I tried, but I can't get with is fisting. Can't do it. Oh, girl. One oh, that did you say wait, did you say you tried it? Bless your heart. Wait, you tried it. Girl. She said she tried it. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. Not, 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 can't do it. After three, that's can't it. After three, it's a cut off. Three is my cut off. I think we got to two, and it was like, all right, all right, now nah, we good. We good. What are we talking about? What? We're talking about dark fisting. Fisting. No, what was her? What was her? I didn't hear what she said. Fisting. Fisting. Oh, no. No. Right. Right. Some people do it. Some people do it. Some people do it. No, no. But you can't. You can't yuck people's yum. Okay, you can't yuck people's yum. So some people like it. Yeah, but you can. I just can't yuck it. I wold people's. We wall it. We wall it. We don't yuck it. We wall it. Listen, mm-hmm. I wanted to okay, so after about two, I was like, all right, I'm good. She attempted fisting, and then what's the other one? Okay, so, yeah, so fisting is no. I think mm-hmm. for me, I really like bondage. That's Ooh, something I respect. Yes. I really love I really love the BDSM community, and so mm-hmm. shout out to all my BDSMers. Yes, I think bondage, bondage, yes, I can yes. into it. Yes. That's sexy yes. right there. Yes. There, yes. Okay. Okay, okay, I got go a ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Who's next, Tasha? Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> you. You. Sir. I don't. I don't do the. Yeah, I don't. I don't do the ass play. I'm. I'm okay on that. Okay. So <laughs> no ass play. Okay. No ass play. Got it. <laughs> Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's specify. Let's specify. No ass play on your part or their part or either. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to receive no ass play. Like, don't, don't. Touch me. I don't, I don't want you. I don't want you down now. Um, okay, got Go Going from around here. Going from around here. I, I have all. I just always. If a girl say that she's about to squirt, like I want her to squirt on my face. Like if you oh, okay, yeah, I, don't know okay. Somebody, I know I know a lot of guys so like that. So it's just like if you go do like I I like that. So it's just like yeah, if you gonna do it, it's just yeah. So, do it. That's it. Okay, so uh, Bree. Oh baby Jesus, child. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my God, my head! Is- you gonna have to call somebody. You gonna have to decompress tonight, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm. I'm. T- I can't believe I'm saying this shit. Um, <laughs> Aspling. I am not a fan. Wait, 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 wait. I am not a fan of 
tossing a guy's salad. I've done it. I done ate some male ass before. Um, some groceries. Some groceries. Grocery. I don't uh-huh. like it because I don't like to see the man with his legs up in the air like a little bitch. Like, that's just me. That's just me. That makes me feel some type of way about me. So, you so do know that he ain't got to have, you do know he don't have to have his legs in the air because the space don't need between the testicles and the, and the penis. and the couch or something like that. He ain't got to put his head in the air. I don't know about all that now. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. So the position, so the position kind of turns you off. The position turns you off. I got it. I got it. More aggressive with him, and then I'm like, I'm gonna slap him. Don't don't listen. Don't choke. Don't choke. Whoever coughing. Um. And what's the one that you do like? I am for choking. Like choke me like I want to gasp because that right there heightens I, say, I want to die <laughs> <laughs> she is a total asphyxiation <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> no I the thing is when you can barely breathe if you're with the right person yeah. You can barely right. breathe. It heightens the orgasm, mm-hmm. and it makes it, it so much more powerful. So it's like, yes, like do that, do that. Like, but yeah, that's that's mine. What about yours, Tasha? Girl, I think I figured out one of them. What about you? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> all right. So, what my kink that I don't like is, I don't like. Um, to watch videos or hear anything about people peeing on people. Mm-hmm. That whole, I just, something about that just, ah. I work in the medical field, and I'm like, listen, yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't. <laughs> like, listen, mm, that's, that's where I draw the line. There ain't no discussion. We can't communicate about it. Bruh, like, do not go... Go straight to jail, collect $200, whatever you got to do, just no, no, I'm not doing it, you're not doing it, nobody's doing it. So um, as far as kinks that I like, I'm quite a kink-filled person. (laughs) So um, I find that my pleasure is pain. So not Mm -hmm. just but a specific type of bondage. So it's like... um, I like the whole restriction, but I also mm-hmm. like like paddling, um, things like that. Like w- if you use wooden objects or metal objects, preferably Whoa. leather Whoa. ones don't really. <laughs> leather ones don't really. Get, I mean, it's okay. It's like a little quick sting, and the sting is over. I needed to sting a little longer than that quick sting. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. And let me let me just explain why. It's because I feel the whole like I don't want to be completely dominated um in uh-huh. the bedroom at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I want to be dominated more in the bedroom 
than I will allow in my personal life. Like I have to have okay. total control. I'm a control freak. So I have to have control over things that sometimes I should give up willingly because I, I don't mm-hmm. need to have control of it. But in the mm-hmm. bedroom, I, re- I relinquish it. It's like, no, mm-hmm. well, I mean, so you want me on my knees? Okay. And, and you want to spank me? Okay. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> but, okay. But Let it out. In real life, if it's in real life and you like, you want, my, you want me where? Do you know how much these pants cost? I hell, I got bad knees. We're not going to do that. Uh-uh. Right. Uh-uh. Mm. What? So I tell you, that's, that's, that's so you can sell more vulnerability in the bedroom than in everyday life. Correct. Mm-hmm. Got it. Correct. Got it. That's, that makes that's, sense. That's that makes awesome. sense. I tell you, tonight, oh, my gosh, you listen, after this show, y'all not going to hear vulnerability like that on this show. No. That's tonight. No. So y'all better download, <laughs> save something, because, woo, Lord, I swear, if I didn't love y'all folks, I would, we done told some things, some people done got yeah, some lists, they done wrote down wooden paddles and, and wrote I'm, and you don't step. If you go step uh-huh. now, step correct. I need you to come all the way. Mm-hmm. You definitely mm-hmm. do. Be ready. So this <laughs> concludes tonight's episode. But before we actually oh. go, I want I know, I know they girl, we're gonna have them back. We don't need a part two. Yes. We need a part two, okay? So um, we'll go ahead and start with Jordan. Jordan, let them know how can they get in touch with you? How can they follow you and support and purchase your products? Yes. So um, you can get in contact with me on IG at Black Folk Therapy. Like I said, I'm a sex therapist. I do a lot. So sex is one of my niches. Um, So B-O-K-F-O-L-X Therapy on IG. I also have a website where I actually have a situation work, situationship workbook that a lot of people have purchased and have given Mm-mm. good testimonies about. So Mm-mm. if you're struggling in your situationship and you're trying to figure out what I'm, what I need to do, definitely mm-hmm. hit me up. So um, my website is jardindogan.com, J-R-D-I-N-D-O-G-A-N.com. Mm. All right, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna help you untangle the tangle. Okay, mm-hmm. and Kellen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Kellen Marcus, that's K-E-L-L-E-N-M-A-R-C-U-S, and um, also coming soon to a, a nice little theater and TV show near you if they, you know, if they don't end all this corona, sh- you know, but uh, right. shout out to <laughs> Aftermath Films, shout out to uh, Boom and uh, Just As ENT Quarantine Bay, that'll be dropping in October. And uh, Maverick, yeah, and New Year New Us that drops uh, January 2021. So you can find me K E L L U R C U S. Awesome! Thank you both again for joining us. We're going to have a part two. So we have you guys going to come back and talk more with us in regards to new experiences. Hey. Did Jarden two, three months from now, has she gotten the full fist in there? Um, uh-uh. Has Kellen opened I up to get the booty tickets? play? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that little space, that little space, like, how about if it's the little space right, right above the booty? Yeah, that's like, where you know, it's at. That's the, the, space that, the space that's right, the space that's right under the bars is 
perfect. Yeah. Like you can get there all you of go. that. See, see, that's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. See, that's yeah. a start. That's all we need. Just a start, you know. Well, yeah, it's just it's one of, it's one of the things. It's like I'm 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 okay, but I'm I'm alright. <laughs> I'm so done with it. Thank you, thank you both for being <laughs> so on tonight. Uh, Tasha, I mean, huh? girl, I yes. girl, I loved it tonight. Uh, I felt so what a way to so come free. back. Yes, listen, mm, this is how we get you to stay a little longer, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you to all of our guests, both Kellen and Jordan. Thank you for all of the listeners who tuned in and was going back and forth in the chat. We really appreciate right. you guys getting involved. Um, this right here concludes the uh, topic tonight of understanding you through intimacy. Uh, follow us. On Instagram, my Instagram is underscore simply Bree underscore. And my Instagram is no one you know, spelled N-O underscore the number one underscore U-N-O. Yes, make sure you guys go to simplybree.com where you can download each episode and also follow He Said What Radio Network on Instagram where it's He Said What Radio. Um, every Wednesday, we are back. We are doing these type of topics from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with new guests as well as new topics. Tune in next right. week where the topic will be coping with death, how to deal with it, with our guests Steve Burlack and Dr. Turner, Tamara Turner. So go to simplybree.com. You will find out about our upcoming um, show next, let me right. see, two weeks from now, September 19th. We are going to have a first virtual panel discussion, so you can see our guests. So that information will be coming soon. Follow us, though. Thank you guys for joining us tonight, and have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.